What do you do when you're facing challenges to remember that God is all there is? How do you apply spiritual principle in the real world? What are your daily spiritual practices? These are the kinds of questions we'll talk about in this show. Your hosts, Leslie and Tracy, will share their experiences, but also want to learn from your insights, your questions, and your suggestions. So, don't just listen in. Call us with your comments. Good morning. Are you ready to say yes to spirit? I anticipate being ready now that I'm here. Okay, we'll give you about 30 seconds, and then you need to be ready. Mm-hmm. But our listeners are ready, just mm-hmm. like I am, to say yes to Spirit. Good morning. This is Tracy and Leslie, and every week we get together to say yes to Spirit ourselves and to take you along for the ride, hoping that it encourages you on your spiritual path. Hmm. You know, it's interesting, that idea of having to take a minute to think, do, am I ready to say yes to spirit? Am I, you know, willing to commit to that or just, you know, dive in and say, yes, I'll say yes? Yeah, because yes. sometimes we do it automatically, mm-hmm. but we don't realize we're really in resistance to it. Interesting. And, yeah, to take a breath and go, hmm, oh. am I really right <laughs> now, right here in this moment, ready to right. say yes to spirit? And what if we ask, like, you know, ask ourselves that throughout the day, like put a yes. timer on our phone? Yes. A special timer that mm-hmm. when it went off and had it, its little chirp, 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 it would be, oh, or even better. You could actually record the question on your voice memo on your phone. You could, Tracy Brown. I couldn't. Or on any other place. Yeah, like and put that in as the mm-hmm. ringer mm-hmm. and set it to come up. Are, Are you, you ready, ready to say yes to sp- I'm doing that. <laughs> I am so doing I that. So- See you doing that. I am so doing that, and I'm going to email it to you. You know, a few years ago I did the Course in Miracles, and part of their year process, somewhere around the fourth or fifth month, you are, you know, suggested to do an hourly meditation, you know, an hourly five-minute thought on the thought for the day. And so I actually set the alarm. I don't have a phone beyond that, but the alarm on my phone every hour, and then I would stop, and it really wasn't extraordinary time. I, I probably did it for three or four months because it did get you. It got my attention in terms of wherever I was in my work day. I want to hear that alarm. And at first, it was like, oh gosh, I have to do this again. Or oh, you know, it's almost irritating. Right. And then it really did start to shift the energy of my day to that constant. Oh. Thank goodness I can think about that. And then it's like, oh, that's right. Oh, right. Oh, right. Right. And then it gets to the point where yeah. you just hear the alarm. You don't mm-hmm. even, it just puts you mm-hmm. right there in that grounded space. Yeah. It's a real interesting challenge. I mean, you know, in the beginning it was more of a challenge, but it really is an interesting uh, spiritual practice tool that we usually talk about at the end of the hour. But let's talk about that right now. I think I like talking about that at the beginning, right there. Uh, yeah, we have just talked about it. So interesting. I spiritual practice number one for this week mm-hmm. is uh, to ask yourself, are you ready to say yes to spirit or some other reminder of whatever is mm-hmm. up for you right now, uh, some affirmation or scripture or quotation mm-hmm. that inspires you to live from a place of spirit and, do it and once set an hour. it right mm-hmm. set it for once an hour what what happens like once an hour 24 hours or no baby girl you didn't have to wake yourself up well i didn't wake myself up i don't know if the course of miracles suggests that but no the waking hours only yes thank you very much you need your rem i need my rem sleep i need my rem sleep well, I just thought I'd ask that uh-huh. question Thank in you case for that there was literal, someone listening that who's literal, very literal. That's right, literal interpretation. Because neither one of us tend to be literal, so that's right. we just remember that we will have an email from someone mm-hmm. later today saying, or, or in the middle of the week saying, I've been doing that once every hour, but I'm not getting enough sleep. That's great. It's like, no, bless, you can sleep. Bless, bless everybody's heart, we can sleep. So if this is your first time listening, um, you should know that every week we have a theme on the Say Yes to Spirit show, 
And um, the themes vary from very spiritually based themes to themes that at, on the surface don't appear to be spiritually based, like hate or violence or... But by golly, we make them spiritual. Right. Or like, chairs. I mean, yeah. you know, we haven't Furniture. done chairs, right, but I would never be surprised if it were on the list. Um, and we find that there is always some spiritual connection between anything and everything. everything. Absolutely. Uh, But today our topic is pretty easy to make the connection. Our topic for today is prosperity. Wow. And uh, before we get into that, we must, (laughs) we are required. Leslie enjoys, we could say. Leslie, Leslie feels good about connecting the dots with last week's topic. Right, which was spiritual community. Mm-hmm. Spiritual community and prosperity. What is the natural connection between the two of them? You know, last week I remember saying there's a natural connection. Um, you know, many times people, the law of attraction and the popularity of the secret to the different... There's um, sometimes the spiritual community seems to have at its core kind of a message of prosperity. Yes. Sometimes I think um, the idea of tithing and, you know, getting ten times over what you give, you know, there's a there's an element of sort of a, a promise of prosperity in some spiritual communities. If if you you know that that the, the formula is there, and so um, that's an interesting connect the dots. I don't I don't seek my spiritual community in an effort to get any prosperity. Perhaps that's why I'm not being prosperous. But you know that's not I've never looked at that as being an end goal or you know a part of the uh, connection with the spiritual community. Um, but I do believe that that's a there, there are some, uh, what would you call it, some, some some natural connection there that other people might seek. Okay, Prosperity so tools. You went to a Prosperity Plus class at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas. I did, and it was fabulous. But yes. before I comment about that, mm-hmm. um, I do want to just go back to, no, um, mm-hmm. the you're not experiencing prosperity has nothing to do with the spiritual community. <laughs> it has everything to do with you saying, I'm not experiencing oh, prosperity. Oh, is that it? Okay, God. As you keep saying, Golly. I'm not experiencing prosperity. Got it. It's too late now. How do I draw it back? <laughs> no, you just change it. You just start saying, I am prosperous. I am prosperous in every way, in every, every part way. of my life. I'm really glad I showed up today. I'm I interested am to hear. prosperous. Ah, ah. I have to be very specific. Is that helpful? Oh. I have money in the bank. I have money. I have lots of Wait, wait, wait. I have to prosperity. Okay. Yes. We're connecting the dots. We're done. We We're can done take a commercial. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We can get into prosperity yes. and then take a break. There you go. Or do you want to take a break first? I think we should take a break first because that's the natural rhythm of, of, you know, getting things unless we have a caller. Do we have a caller? Well, actually, we do have a caller whose hand is raised. So let's take the caller, and then we will go to break. Awesome. So if you are calling from area code 314, uh, your line is active. active. Tell us who you are and uh, what your comment or question is. My, uh, my name is Doris. Hey, and Doris. I'm Louis. Hi. <laughs> Love it. I'm from Saint St. Louis, Missouri, and um, I wanted. To, I have a comment. Okay. Um, uh, I try to make it quick. No, no um, I've been going. I just recently started going to a spiritualist church, and uh, the second, the first service, they told me to wear a flower, and the second service was I wore the flower, and they, you know, told me some things, and then as I left the church and went. A different way, and um, before that, I had a vision of Vishnu, uh, Vishnu, a Hindu god, and so I had been searching why I was seeing these Hindu gods that come up in my visions. Uh, okay, and I go back to the church, I leave the church, and then there were two children, uh, they looked mixed, but one, you know, black and white mixed, 
and uh-huh. they were walking across the street, and um, some guys in the uh, pickup blew their horn at them as to get out the way, you know. They had their head down. All of a sudden, God uh, <laughs> had me to tell them that they are being prepared for greater things and put a smile on their face because, um, God, you have to understand your lessons that's in the moment. Mm-hmm. That you have been prepared, so put a smile on your face because you. Uh, so I left after I finished talking to them. I left there um, um, to go to the temple, which is a Hindu temple in in St. Louis in the county area. And when I got there, I had never been there before. When I got there, it was just like being a Hindu. And uh, so the guy, so I did meet a person who explained to to me about the different Hindu gods and and about the thousand the one I was seeing a lot was the the thousand snake god, the one with thousand snakes over his head. And he was telling me that was protection. Those snakes were meant of protection. And they only believe in one God. It's just the the aspects, the different aspects when God comes down to earth. That's uh-huh. what these other ones are. And so, um uh, as as we get to the last, the very last um, uh, statue or the uh, monument to this one, he had the, the same flower that I had on my on my chest, which I couldn't afford to buy any flower to put on my. I took one out of my mother's garden and stuck it on my chest that day, and um, the same flower I had on my chest, the same flower was around this particular. Um, deity as the 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 four the deity didn't have a face. This one didn't. It was the representation of full attainment through to connection with God. It's a full right. attainment through connection. And I just thought that was a prosperity. Um, your thing was prosperity, and prosperity was spiritual prosperity. And I hope you understood that story. And it connected with the community that you had been with in terms of earlier in that day with the spiritual community you were with and and them having you wear a flower. Right. That's a good connect the dots, Dolores. Is your name Dolores? I want to make sure I'm saying it correctly. Doris like in Doris Day. Doris like in Doris Day. Very good. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, that's a great connect the dots. Yeah, thanks a lot. And um, feel free to stay connected and uh, listening. Uh, We're going to actually move to take a break and um, and move from spiritual community to prosperity. And I love, love, love the connection that Doris just made to prosperity can be spiritual, not just financial. So we'll be right back. Stick with us. This is Say Yes to Spirit, encouraging you on your spiritual path. I'm Tracy. And Leslie. And we are so glad you joined us. Our theme for today is prosperity. And as Doris said, that's such a good thing. It's not all about money. And as Tracy said, it is all about what I say about it. And I think over uh, over my experience of um Thinking about prosperity, you know, being a a therapist at heart, psychotherapist at heart, you know, people come into um, therapy with all sorts of um, family messages about money. And so 
I have spent from a spiritual perspective far too long being uh, intrigued and um, interested in the messages about money that I got growing up and uh, many times the idea of, you know, I can't make more money than my parents, I can't be more successful than my parents, there's some, some sort of traditional taboo about that or, you know, if um, if if I have money then that's, you know, I, that means that I'm successful and I don't get to be successful, you know, so there's all sorts of messages around money that have to do with my, you know, emotional thoughts. So I've spent a lot of my time in my life doing a lot of that work, which undoing. now I... Undoing all that work. That, now I hear, you know, in these spiritual uh, prosperity plus kind of places, I haven't taken that class, but Tracy, I'm sure we'll talk about that class, you know that I don't really have to spend too much time doing all that. I can just start saying I am... I, I, I have... You can't more than enough. I, 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 I have, I have, <laughs> money, lots of money, more than I need. Because, you know, then I have to think about, okay, so I say I have money in my bank. Well, I have money. It might be $12, but, you know, I want, you know, $12,000, right? So I have to be pretty specific. I want, exactly. boom, right? And, well, and from a spiritual perspective and a metaphysical perspective, the reason you have to be specific is because if you, it, exactly the point you're making, if, if I say I have money in the bank and the reality is I have $12 in the bank, the universe says, yes, that's right. You know, <laughs> that's money in the bank. Mm -hmm. And if that's been my pattern to have $12 in the bank for, you know, a year, for 10 years, for 20 years, then the universe thinks, okay, I have satisfied her expectation. Mm -hmm. So if you start saying, I have $12,000 in the bank, the universe goes, oh, okay, I got some we money. Got we got to find some, you know, we've got, to, we've got to channel more money that way. Mm -hmm. So it's in her bank account as she has claimed and as she is apparently clear that it's there, you know, you've got to, you know, play catch up kind mm -hmm. of thing. And then once that becomes the default, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then when you say I have money in the bank, it's like, oh, how come my balance never goes below twelve thousand mm -hmm. dollars, or if it goes down to ten thousand dollars, somebody gives me or I earn two, three, five thousand dollars because my default now right. has become something different. Right, and that's um, you know it's funny because it is. It is a line to walk about when you're specific and how specific you are, which is true about anything that you're doing affirmation or prayer about. But of course, today we're focused we're focusing on prosperity, and right now we're looking at financial prosperity. But as we go through the hour, we can look at other ways of being prosperous as well. So that. You know, knowing what your default is, what has been the norm mm -hmm. up until now, then that's what, if you don't specify something different, you're going to keep getting more of the same. You know, it's so interesting because my mental norm has always been there's never quite enough. There's uh -huh. never quite enough. And in the last, just in the last four years of my life, I have had probably a $60,000 shift in how much money I've been making and there was never enough. Just just barely but not quite enough. And so now you think about a $60,000 window. You know what I'm saying? It's right. the exact same pattern. How does that work? That's, that's just crazy. That's, that's, a, that's a perfect <laughs> example. Right, right. That it's never been about a specific amount of money. Right. It's been about whatever I have. It's never quite Just enough. not quite enough. Wow. Wow. That's wow. Major. Yeah. Big wow. Big wow. Yep. My uh, my idea now is, you know, I I don't. I'm almost scared to think about money. <laughs> That's not good. Tracy looked at me with this really bad look. Man, it's not a bad look, but like, oh, don't say that. <laughs> Well, no, no, like, I'm like, oh, what do you I, mean by I that? I don't know. I don't know. Not I'm, I'm, it, but what do you mean by gosh, that? Gosh, I just I feel like I'm just so, you know, in the muck of it, you know, so terrified of not having any money because that's kind of been in the right. last year. There's emotion, been a real emotion brings 
you what you are feeling faster than what you are thinking. So that's why I'm scared because every time I think about it, I'm terrified. So now I'm just trying not to think about it. So it's really, it's really good that I showed up today. I think I'm really glad well, I came. You know, I was just thinking about, <laughs> see, okay, if you're listening to the show and you're not a regular listener, then what you don't realize is that, you know, it's not like Leslie and Leslie I talked one, two maybe. weeks. No, it's not like we talked two days ago and said, oh, you know, what's up for me right now is prosperity right. and maybe that's what we should do the show on on Saturday. No, we don't do that. Mm-mm. We sit down once every four, six, or eight weeks, and we come up with a list, and we put them in, and most of the time, neither one of us really looks to see what the topic is until the morning of right. the show, right. maybe the night before, because we want it to be fresh. Yes. And so, um, yeah, it seems as if <laughs> four weeks ago when this topic got listed, uh, there was some knowing mm. beyond yours and mine mm-hmm. that this would be a good topic for Leslie to talk about today. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And Very actually, timely. it's Very a really timely. good topic for me to talk about, too, in the context of, um, what, two weekends ago now, I went to the Suzanne Evans All right. Be the Change event, and it was really focused on... Number one, identifying and clarifying what your business is if you are a solo entrepreneur or a small business owner. And then strategies to market your business Mm. um, that work with a goal of having a six-figure or seven-figure income from your business. And tell me her name again. Suzanne Evans. Okay, Evans. All right. And um, and so leading up to that, and of course in the two weeks since I have been there, I have had a real opportunity to look at what does prosperity mean to me. Um, if I'm setting a financial goal for income from my new business, where do I get you know, where does it become unbelievable to me? Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy to say, I want to generate seven-figure income, a million dollars, in one 12-month period, not over the next 20 years. Right. Right? So it's easy to say that, but do I really believe it's possible right. for me? Right. You know, I might be able to believe it's possible for you. Yeah, that's powerful, right, right. But do I really believe it? So if I don't really believe it, it's not that we never say prayer or that we never do affirmations for something that's a little bit beyond your stretch. But if you can only think, if I could only imagine myself making $50,000 a year, just say I'm going to make a million dollars a year, that's not just a little beyond stretch. Right. 100000 would be the stretch. Uh, right, to double it. Or if I can imagine two to 300000 mm-hmm. then maybe where I should go is, you know, I want to, I'm going to target 500000 mm-hmm. or 700000 And when I get closer to that, then I'd say I'm targeting now a million. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that believability Mm-hmm, does mm-hmm. become a factor, and yeah. how excited I I can't get excited about a million dollars if I don't really believe I can do that right in the next year. You know, so so that excitement and that energy is what actually brings people brings the prosperity to the person faster. So if I really doubt it and I'm worried about it and all of that, that escalates what I'm worried about. If I'm super excited about the direction I'm going and the new mm-hmm. things I'm doing and creating, guess what? That's going to bring it faster. Yeah, it's even your voice changes when you uh-huh. talk about it. And it, 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 what is this? Your year of receiving. receiving. Yeah. And uh, it's my theme it, for 2012. Yeah. And so you have a whole different animation in your voice when you say the word receiving, and then when you just talked about. The excitement of the prosperity versus my voice going, are you nuts, Leslie? You're not ever going to have that kind of money. Good try. Nice try. You can keep trying. And you'll bring that directly to Keep trying, sweet little one. Kick in the sand. Lay down. Fall down. Can't work. So I have to reframe that. (laughs) 
So I just want to insert here that <laughs> if you're kidding. thinking that this is like a bad cop, good cop, <laughs> planned conversation. <laughs> no, it's not. It just is the way it is. Today, uh-huh. but it can be different tomorrow. No, I think I'm always the one one down. I don't know. I don't ever remember being the one one up here. Just oh, yes, that has <laughs> happened many times, actually. But it is an interesting thing, and I think money is so full of char, you know, so, and for me to just get that charge out, you know, that's the first step. I have a spiritual teacher that I work with, um, Reverend Beatrice in Maine, and I talk with her on the phone each week. And she um, is a a Christian mystic and has uh, been um, living a mystic life for a number of years. And um, she needed, I think the sum was like $67,000 or something for something that she was doing. And and she just knew it would come to her. And she literally, within a 48-hour period, got a $68,000 more checking the mail over some um, businesses that she had had in the past that something happened legally that, you know, she was completely unaware of was happening, and she got this $68,000 check in the mail. And I'm sitting there going, there's no way. <laughs> so, of course, there's no way that that's going to happen for me, right, because that's my reaction, you know. And she just totally knew. She had no doubt. It didn't even, like, enter her mind that it wouldn't manifest. I mean, come on now. <laughs> That's unbelievable, I say. So, of course, it's never going to manifest for me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, so but, but I really see it for her. You know, it made, you know, made perfect sense that she could do it because that's who she is. She's in that, you know, that Zen experience of life. So, of course, her Beatrice, yeah, that works. Not for me. And, and what is so amazing to me about this whole conversation—that's an attitude about it. Okay. <laughs> what's so amazing to me about this whole conversation is that you are the only person I know who actually has a belief and a goal to walk through the walls and be a living mystic. Yes. And so you would think one would think. That, you know, if you fancy yourself as a living mystic, that financial prosperity would be easy because that's like human matter, human energy. You know, money is simply energy. Yeah, no, I think that's much more difficult. You can see yourself walking walking through through the wall. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you can't see yourself having $500,000. No, yeah. And having $500,000 is so much easier than walking through a wall. See, no, I don't think so. See, I don't think so. I I think walking through the wall or the water or, you know, having that sort of experience of being pure spirit, pure spirit in human form, not 99.9, but pure spirit, Jesus spirit, that kind of spirit. I think that is much easier than $500,000 in my bank account. (laughs) Or maybe that's just what gives me the charge. I get excited about that. And that's that's my thing is to show, you know, God, Jesus said, greater works than these, you know, faith of a mustard seed. All things are possible. All these things that we throw out just as, you know, kind of fanciful ideals. Well, no, we believe them. I really believe them. And I, I really believe that it's it's it, it will happen for me, all of that. But I don't know how that's going to put $500,000 in my bank account. Perhaps it will buy, you know. Well, no, it can't. Because, <laughs> because I, I don't see I'll how it will I'll happen, I'll perhaps, but my energy isn't really there. <laughs> So that so what that does for me is it really makes the connection again between what we believe about prosperity is what shows up in our lives one way or another. And that's true about every other thing we talk about, what we believe about marriage or what we believe about relationships or what we believe about employment, what we believe about you know, do you believe you can have a job where your skills are valued and you love the people you work with? Or do you believe that, you no, know, a job is just a job. It's supposed to be hard. It's supposed right. to be difficult. And then I go home and have a life. Mm-hmm. So the same thing is true about prosperity, do I really believe? So I think about um, some years when I have 
generated a lot of money, a lot of revenue. And I compare that with years where I didn't. And, you know, one particular year comes to mind that so vividly because I actually set out to prove this. And, of course, because I set out to prove it and I was determined to prove it, I did whatever it took, right? And I had um, ended a relationship. And the previous year, I had not generated a lot of revenue in my business, mainly because I always wanted to be as available as I could to hang oh. out with this person I was in a relationship with mm-hmm. and to be flexible enough that, you know, I could adapt to the other person's schedule because they had a more structured um, job. And I was self-employed, you know. So I my whole thing... was your priority in a way. And so for a year, in the, yeah, in a way, yeah, you think, literally... Um, and so for a year, I pretty much had a mindset of here is what I need to make to cover my, you know, my house, my, my living expenses. And I really don't need to make much more than that. Mm-hmm. I don't have any really big bills coming up. I don't need a new car or any of that stuff. And pretty much that's what I made, enough to cover my expenses, and I had all this free time. So that really, I ended that relationship and I looked at my bank account, right, and it was like, yeah, well, I don't have any debt, but I don't really have any, you know, savings from the past year, <clears throat> and this is just unacceptable. I've been wasting my talent and <laughs> wasting my time, you know, and then I got mad, right? <laughs> Emotion. Emotion. Yeah, right. So I got mad, and I'm like, okay, this is the stuff I want to do. I want to you know, I want to go on this trip to this place, and I want to do this, and I want to do that, and um, you know, and I'm like, okay, I need now all suddenly this I need money. a new car, yeah, right. And I don't know if the car was on the list that year <laughs> or not, but there were all these things that I mm-hmm. wanted to do, and that you know, so I sat down, and it was like, okay, if 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 I'm gonna do these things, and I am, then it was like I needed, I don't know whatever it was, and $250,000, let's say. And so I said, okay, if that's how much money I want to make, then how am I going to do it? And I made a little plan of not the specifics, but these kinds of things or what I would do. And mm-hmm. I need to do, you know, this, you know, I don't need to do one-on-one things. I need to do group things. And um, I need to make sure I speak, you know, twice a month. And I, I, I just laid it out in a framework, and I said, okay, this is September. By December of next year, I'm making 200, I'm bringing in a gross of $250,000. And? And I put my, you know, so yeah. I pounded on uh-huh. the so there. Uh-huh. And, you know, by December of the next year, did I make $250,000 in that 14, 15 months? No. But I made 232. Yeah, I love it. And so it was like I was clear, mm-hmm. I was focused, mm-hmm. I believed it was possible because right. I had done a framework. It wasn't just, oh, miracle of miracle, put a $250,000 check in my checking account by next month. Although I think if I really believed that could yes. happen, it would. Mm-hmm. I believed I had to do some work, good effort, yeah. to generate. But I was working, doing things I love to do. Right. And part of that plan was I was. I think that's the year that I took nine weeks of vacation. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I was working eighty hours a week for sixty-five weeks. Right. You know, I took nine weeks of vacation. I went to. Con- two or three conferences for my own professional development, and I still did that. Now, in the same, you know, five years later in 52 weeks, you know, it's like I had a different mindset. I wasn't focused. And, you know, you get what you get. Mm -hmm. You get a default that goes back to growing up what you thought or when I first started in the work world, you know, and Mm -hmm. a long time ago, you know, where... $12,000 a month was a lot of money, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and luckily I haven't gone 
back to that as my true default. But, you know, it's I do believe it is what we claim mm-hmm. and what we are clear about that must manifest. And what we, you know, what we, and did you notice I used the word effort instead of work? Yes, I did hear yes, that. Yes, 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 I thought that was very good because I usually use the word work. Work, it's got to be work. But I do think the clarity of kind of mining, like a miner mines, mining the uh, minutiae thoughts. And, and I don't mean to yeah. make that sound like it has to be work, but it needs to be an effort. It needs to be an awareness. I need to have an awareness. Where are the little subtle things? Am I driving down the road and I'm thinking, you know, I just, I'm out of gas. I don't have any money for gas. You know, I don't have any money for gas. Because what... As I understand the the idea of um, how my mind literally creates my experience is, you know, the universe hears, I don't have any money. Exactly. It doesn't necessarily just limit that to gas. Right. So if I, instead of, if I mine that thought and, and think, you know, oh, I need 20 bucks for gas, it's going to be interesting to see where that comes from. I can't wait to find out where I'm going to get that 20 bucks in the next day because i got to fill this car up. You know, i got to put a half tank of gas in this car. I've got to put a quarter of a tank, you know, whatever that oh, means now. you got to put three bucks in but, but, you know, the little kind of subtle things, when I go to the mailbox, I'm thinking, oh, I don't want, you know, I don't go to the mailbox for two, three days for those bills, and I'm not going to be able to pay those bills. So then that puts that little seed in the ground somewhere. Oh, I can't pay my bills. Versus, oh, wow, I'm going to have some bills in there, and the money's going to come for that. That's absolutely there. And so I think for me, it really does, you know, I kind of have to go back to that real 101 of mind thinking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the thing that I do and you do and everybody just about does if we're in psychotherapy, there's that expectation that we'll go back and go backwards. Mm-hmm. Where was that seed originally mm-hmm. planted? Why do you think that way? Why is it that you, you know, don't believe that you can have this money? And go back and look for the things that, yeah, are there that triggers that original thought. But what I love about looking at it from a spiritual perspective is that I know that whatever has happened is a result mm-hmm. of past cause, mm-hmm. past beliefs, past experiences. But you know what? I really don't have to go back and look at any of that. I can start right here from where I am today, claim what I want, and just reprogram from from what I want, not what I'm trying to get rid of. Because if I keep trying to dig up what I what happened in the past or the mm-hmm. why, I'm really still giving it energy. Right. But I want my spiritual energy to be very focused on I run a very successful business, people pay me well for what I offer, I am um, absolutely making a difference in the world and am well paid for it. And, you know, I generate a minimum of X amount, or I generate X amount or more per year. And it's like, oh, because I, I did have to shift that because the universe doesn't know minimum. Right. Know it's, minimum it's a specific. Yes, it's so a, it's, it's like it's, I generate, you, to be aware of you know, I generate $5 or more mm-hmm. versus I generate at least $5. So being specific in that way and then just saying that over and over will also make it more obvious when you are saying something that doesn't fit because it will be like, oh, where did that come from? That's not true. Mm -hmm. Cancel, cancel, delete. I And then you do the mantra Mm -hmm. all over again Mm -hmm. of whatever your affirmations are. And I love that. I love that being focused on what is true, what I'm claiming as true now, without having to look backwards at the why I'm not doing that or why I wasn't doing that up until five minutes ago. And that is powerfully true. And other than the fact that, you know, now none, none of my psychotherapist friends or myself get to have a job because of that. But other than that, I love that idea. <laughs> you don't have to go back and un, 
and figure it out. And that is very, 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 very true. I absolutely believe that. And we did a meditation um, in a class that I'm in at the Center for Spiritual Living where it was an interesting meditation. The idea was to get kind of in a calm state and then look, uh, you know, five years in the future and see where you are mm-hmm. and all these wonderful things that are happening and then kind of look backwards and all the things that happened to get you there. Yes, and powerful. Yeah, it, it was very different because I could see five years from now pretty easily and I liked where I was and I was doing a lot of cool stuff. And then, you know, look back and where are the things that got you there? Well, here are the things that got me there. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. That's how that happened. And it was really, and I wrote all that down, I was like, wow, that's very cool, versus trying to sit down with a blank piece of paper and say, okay, now step from step here, how do I do next one to next month, what do I need to do next year? Yes. To plot forward, you know, plotting backwards was really an interesting shift. Yeah, it is. That, that's a very powerful approach. And when you do it from a place where you are grounded in meditation, mm-hmm. it's, amazing mm-hmm. because when you're not trying to push something through mm-hmm. it's like you receive it and then it's you like you said mm-hmm. just said you could just see it mm-hmm. oh well if that's where I'm going to be then mm-hmm. you know I wrote three books and mm-hmm. I did this and mm-hmm. I you know live in the house you know bought a house in this part of the country of the mm-hmm. world and I did, and it's like oh okay and now it's just reading that, you know, every day or ten times a day or posting it where I can see it because then the spiritual energy of mm-hmm. it not only mm-hmm. makes me feel good, but it attracts mm-hmm. that. And I have had glimpses. It's really interesting. I think this is kind of how change happens sometimes because I did that exercise and then I and I have had some clarity amidst all of my muck in the last several months in terms of this end picture, this end result picture, where everything is really kind of really fabulous. And, 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 and I'll have moments I've noticed during my day or week where I just feel that. I feel that joyful place of being useful in the world and having this energetic kind of exchange with people and having this um, life that's really dynamic and exciting. And I, I feel that as I'm driving down the road not having enough money to put gas in the car. But I had this experience of being this really prosperous, you know, fairly famous kind of person. (laughs) You know, that's helpful. I should put in the part that I'm helpful. Um, But, you know, and it's it's an interesting dichotomy, and then I kind of catch myself, and I'm like, oh, I'm not that all that in a bag of chips, and then I think, oh, no, yes, you are. Oh, no, yes, I am. You know, and then you're like, <laughs> no, you are. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. But it's kind of fun, those moments that I just kind of go in it, and I don't even know that, that I'm not that, you right. know. And then I'll, you know, open my door or something and see, oh, no, I'm not that, definitely not that yet. <laughs> and then, but then this has also happened when I open my door to my house, which is not, you know, the best of shape. I look at my house and I go, who is that? Who lives here? I certainly don't live here. <laughs> I'm not this yeah. person that lives here. Wow. What's yeah. happening here? So that's a good disconnect. You know, when it's not as it should be, you should, I should look at it and go, oh, no, 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 no. Right. That is not. This is definitely not me. Mm. That, um, you know, some, some of our listeners, and of course you know that I have been redoing parts of my home mm-hmm. over the last uh ten months and this last um this last big project was taking everything out of my office and That's putting a huge it in project. the living room and dining room and um and so now that the floors have been redone and the office has been closet has been painted and it's really quite beautiful, um and my commitment was not to just bring everything back and put it in the file cabinet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know where everything goes because I kind of organized it, actually, <laughs> as I took it out. Uh-huh. But the commitment was, no, don't just bring all these files back and fill up the file cabinets. They were all full. Um, don't just bring the boxes back and stack them back up in the shelf, I mean, in the closet. Go through everything and eliminate as much as possible. 
And so it's kind of that same thing that I will look at things and I'll go, mm-hmm. oh, this doesn't fit who I am becoming. Yes. This is not who, I know why I have this and it served me well five years ago. Mm-hmm. But I'm never going to do a workshop like that again. And if I did, I would be starting from scratch and I'd go to the Internet for the latest information. So that I need to get rid of that. And some days, because, you know, still half the stuff is still in the living room and dining room and, you know, and the office is beginning to stuff come back, bring stuff back in. But, yeah, some days I turn the corner and I come, you know, in and I come from the back and I'm going past and I go, ooh, this couldn't possibly be my house. Well, right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that. The living room and dining room normally have a very calm, very spiritually grounded energy. Mm-hmm. And right now it has the energy of confusion and chaos. Mm-hmm. And I'm not used to walking through my house and getting hit with energy that feels right. like confusion and chaos. But the exciting part of it is I get hit with it and go, that's right, I'm, I get reminded I'm changing. Yes. That's I'm the growing. Yes. I'm creating something new. It's evolving mm-hmm. versus going oh, this is so depressing. Right. I just want to throw it all out. It's like, no, I don't want to throw it all out. I know there's some stuff that I need. Um, Of course, check with me if I'm still doing this a month from now. (laughs) By then then I may be, I just want to throw it all out. I don't care anymore. (laughs) You know, that's an interesting thing that I know in hearing people talk about prosperity, and you need to say something about your Prosperity Plus class here in a minute. Um, in terms of making room for more or making room for new. And like you said, if you kept all your old um, transcripts or your old, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. workshop material, workshop material, in a strange way, that's taking up space, literal space in your file cabinet and metaphysical space in your brain in terms of having new, you know, new, more spiritually-based workshops that you're trying to, you know, put that energy into the world. So there is something to be said for having, um, you know, making a conscious effort to uh, open up different space, more space, move out what you no longer, you know, necessarily need or want. Right. Because it's just taking up space. Right, right. It's just, yeah. Taking up space and uh, keeping my life full, but full of old stuff. Mm-hmm. Really interesting. Yeah. So Prosperity Plus, that's a, something people should look for. Well, I just remember so, you talking about that so much. When yeah, you were it's probably, in. the Prosperity Plus class is probably my favorite class ever. Wow. Related to prosperity wow. and abundance. Um, there are many, many classes you can take that have a spiritual approach to money. Um, Maria Nemeth's The Energy of Money is excellent. Um, the 4T class by uh, Stratton is wonderful. Hmm. Um, and, you know, almost every spiritual center throughout the year at some point is going to do something, you know, in Centers for Spiritual Living, there's a financial freedom class that mm. is actually an accredited class, and, and it's really good. Um, but the Prosperity Plus class is the best class in, that I've taken in the last 30 years related to prosperity. And it's a 10-week class. It is taught all over the United States, usually are... I would say always, but I I just don't use always because you <laughs> never know. But usually it's <clears throat> taught in a spiritual center, a lot of unity churches, a number of centers for spiritual living. Um, and it's really the content, the curriculum is designed by Mary Morrissey. And Mary Morrissey is a pretty well-known New Thought and Spiritual Personal Development Teacher around the world. And so there's consistency. It's not dependent on really who's 
teaching it at the church you take it. Oh, I see. The curriculum. The curriculum. the curriculum is designed and the content is primarily presented by Mary Morrissey on DVD. Oh, nice. So okay. when you go to the class, if the class is an hour and a half, for 45 minutes to an hour of the class, you are actually watching movies. Oh, nice. You know, you're watching That's Mary her. Morrissey or one of her team members teach the content. I got you. And then the other 40, 30 to 45 minutes is you're doing interactive things with the group you're taking it with, you know, either practicing or some talk to each other activity or sharing your homework. Like you know, anchoring the ideas. And building, you know, the conversation with the people you're going through the class with. So the local facilitator is really facilitating the process. Oh, I see. But Mary Morrissey and her team present the content. Mm. And there is a real, real um, powerful, really powerful foundation that is, you know, always going back to the Bible, the metaphysical interpretation of prosperity and abundance, and then tools of what you can do, what you can mm-hmm. practice um, going during the next week, you know. So it was really powerful. And you mentioned the meditation that you did in, your, in the class you're taking, but there's an activity in the middle of Prosperity Plus, maybe it's two-thirds of the way through, where it's a similar thing where you've been doing a vision for your prosperity for several weeks and then there's an activity where you partner with someone and there's some other instructions that I won't give because I don't want to give the whole thing away if you ever take the class, but you basically do some things and then you have this impromptu conversation with your partner who you met in Prosperity Plus, and now you see them two years or three years later, and you haven't seen them. Nice. And you bring them up to date on all the exciting things that have happened since you took Prosperity Plus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so every week there's some kind of activity or exercise, and there's a workbook. Um, And it really, I mean, I've done prosperity work for, you know, off and on for 30 years, and when I took that class last year, it sh- it took me to an even stronger, more confident level and shifted some stuff out that mm-hmm. I didn't even know was there, mm-hmm. clogging up the work. And it was interesting because it was held at the Center for Spiritual Living Dallas, and so I had several friends that took it. And every one of you, I would say, is at a different part of your path in terms of you yeah. know where people were in their path. And every one of my friends got something so rich out of it. So I have to avoid that workshop at all costs. Well, I In order to maintain my downtroddenness, I must never, ever, ever take that workshop. Well, and I know uh, a couple of people who are taking it now at a different center in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Oh, right. And they have, um, you know, I've heard some really amazing things from from two people who I've talked to. And uh, we'll be, for those of you who are listening who are a part of the Center for Spiritual Living Dallas or who live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we will be offering it again in July and August. Good. Yes. So hmm. I'm going to sign Leslie up tomorrow <laughs> before the sign-up sheets even come out. And you heard it first here. I am paying for the to do Prosperity Plus in July. Oh, man. Now I'm going to have to be dead, I guess, before this. <laughs> oh, please don't. Please don't say um, that. See, I, no, that's not you, kidding. The universe, the universe doesn't know. The universe has a sense of humor. You know what I'm saying? See, that's that's the one thing I think the universe does sort of have a, now, a you little know, bit of a sense of humor. If that does happen, you know what I'm saying at your memorial <laughs> play this tape, right? And say, well, people, if you don't think, you better watch your words. Watch your words. That's Leslie's biggest lesson to you. That's it. That's my my message. That's my destiny is to tell people, man, be careful what you say. Be careful what you say. Okay, so our time really is getting short. Um, So let's uh, 
spiritual practices? Do we have time for that? How does we do have time for a couple of spiritual practices? If you have something specific in mind, I mean, we're down to about five minutes. Ah, the show. there you go. You know, I, I, I absolutely think that idea for me, the spiritual practice of mindfulness, because it is, and I, I, you know, I am a comic, and I love the 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 one line that gets the humor, but I do think I do think that does the mindfulness of the energy behind it for me. I have to be mindful of. And what is that that I'm putting out there? You know, um, and I think it's a gray line between sarcasm or humor that has the bite of, you know, I really am unworthy and sarcasm and humor that is just really sarcasm and humor. You know, I do think there is such a thing as just humor for humor. And I really don't think that plants any kind of anything because I don't think the... Feeling or the belief, I think, right, is it's, fun. It's, it's not humor. You. It's, it's fun. Right. Yeah, it's just it's, it's disconnected. Right, right, right. So, um, but I think far too often my sarcasm humor is followed by a belief that you know, oh my gosh, you know, I really can't have that success. So, um, mindfulness, the spiritual practice of mindfulness, of just being mindful of what I'm thinking, what I'm believing, messages that I'm giving myself. I agree. I think that's. Fabulous. I think, you know, affirmations come up mm. a lot yep. um, with a lot of topics, but that's because they work. And how simple is that, Tracy? They work. And if I, you know, I could take one little sticky pad of notes here that I see in your little thing over there. I could take that with me right now and write down 50 affirmations and stick them everywhere. And that would make such a big difference. Yeah. Yet how many times have I done that in my life? I don't know. Let me think. Oh, never. You know? <laughs> right? I mean, I've gone back and forth with affirmations. I'll use my mala beads and do mantras. But taking sticky pads and putting up positive messages in the bathroom on my rearview mirror, you know? How many times? Never. No. But I love it. And when I suggested it to other people, and I have women in the Dallas County Women's Jail that are writing affirmations all over their little six-foot by seven-foot bunk bed, and their lives are transforming. And I am hearing these stories of this this mind shift that's going on for these women. It's so powerful. I'm like, I am so smart to be telling them what to do. They know what to do. <laughs> Thank God they have me to tell them what to do, right? And yeah, so I don't need to do it myself because I'm transforming yeah, other people's lives, and it is really fun to watch and this there stuff needs work. To be some contrast. I'll let, you know, I will offer my life as the sacrifice. contrast. I will sacrifice my wealth, happiness, and peace of mind. So These people are so contrast. lucky to know me that you can say stop it. <laughs> but yeah, that's affirmations. That's an excellent spiritual practice. <laughs> What's well, one more? There's got to well, be one well more. and we've talked about taking classes, which oh yes, really is whether it's a you know whether it's a ten week class or you know like four T's or prosperity plus. Or whether it is a, you know, one-time thing that your, you know, spiritual center or your community center mm-hmm, right. or your community college yes. is offering. Um, it's like just take a class mm-hmm. and expand your mind. Put your your um, put your subconscious in that frame of I am about this and oh, do yeah. something different. Huge. Cool. Love it. So um, that is our show for the week. And um, next week we'll have some new topic to philosophize about, saying yes to spirit and how that happens. And so the idea is from this week to maybe set that timer for every hour to have some sort of prosperity affirmation and, uh, you know, to be mindful. I'm going to do those two things. I'm going to be mindful of my prosperity every hour and see how that works for me. It was really cool when I did that a few years ago with the courage. So that's the homework, and we really appreciate you joining us. We love it when you choose to do the same thing as we do, and that is say yes.
upside But my heart's been hurt a couple times By a couple guys that didn't treat me right I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie Alexa, play meant to be Okay If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.